Kyler Murray not at voluntary OTAs, not a problem. The Arizona Cardinals being featured on Hard Knocks in season for 2022, problem? We'll see. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals on this live Tuesday edition a day early. Here we go. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm the host of Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast. And Locked On AZ Cards, please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Uh, another jam show. Um, yesterday, Jason Lock and Ford joined me to round out guest week plus one. Whole lot of fun getting some national perspectives on the Cardinals. What people think about the offseason, the draft, what the roster looks like now, Kyler Murray's, you know, contract as my uh as my uh camera freezes. There's a lot of great insight. Mina Kimes, Mike Golden Jr., Jason Lockett Four, Kyle Odegaard, who used to write for the Arizona Cardinals. You know, there's a lot of storylines surrounding this team. And as I change my camera, this is live, baby. Um, you know, there's just, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this offseason. And there's some positives. The offense is going to be great, it seems. Some negatives, the defense leaves something to be desired. With Chandler Jones not re-signing with Jordan Hicks leaving, you know, and, and not a whole lot being done to that part of the roster this offseason so far. There are still free agents out there. I get it. As it sits right now, Vance Joseph doesn't have as much to work with as he has in the first couple years of his defensive coordinator tenureship here with the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler, or Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kyler both gotten contract extensions. They're set through 2027. Kyler Murray is yet to get his that's where we are, and I don't see on May 23rd, 2022, 11 starters on the defensive side of the ball for the Cardinals that are currently rostered. I just don't see it. But that's not what today is about. Today is about Kyler Murray not showing up to voluntary OTAs. I'm going to hit that this segment. Then the NFL has decided, or HBO has decided, that the Arizona Cardinals are going to be the focal point featured on Hard Knocks in season come 2022. I'm going to talk about that in the second segment. I'm super excited for that uh, for different reasons. Maybe not for the best reasons, but all in all, it's going to be popcorn watching Terrell Owens popcorn in the face television for Cardinals fans and for NFL fans alike. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Again, follow the podcast at Locked On AC Cards. Kyler Murray is not a voluntary OTA. So there's a couple different ways you can look at this. You can look at this with the you know, the I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed parent of, oh, you know what? He needs to be a better leader and he needs to show that because he pouted on the sidelines last year, blah, blah. Okay, I, I get that. I've seen it. That's what most people are saying. That's fine. It's rational. It's, it, you know, there's clout to it because he didn't show the best mannerisms on the sidelines when the Cardinals were losing last year. Guess who doesn't? Everybody. Okay, so the fact that Kyler Murray didn't doesn't mean that he's the only one that doesn't. Okay, is Kyler Murray a good leader? We don't know yet. 
and we don't know from the outside because he's not the best soundbite, okay? He's not the rah-rah leader guy that quarterbacks have to be to be proven to, to, to show to be good leaders. That's not fair. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Peyton Manning. That That's okay. Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl really quickly. That's why people see him as a good leader on top of the fact that he probably is a good leader. Lamar Jackson won an MVP in his second year. People see him as a good leader because he won an MVP in his second year and probably because he's a good leader. But Kyler Murray, just because he hasn't won a playoff game yet in his first three seasons, when coming from statistically one of the worst put-together offenses in the history of the NFL in 2018 with a head coach that he came in with who's never, ever been a good coach, Steve Kime hires him. Kyler Murray's had an uphill battle. And I think what he's done during the first three seasons, first of all, garners him to get paid before the coach and the GM, who wouldn't be here without him. And it allows him to have the leverage of not going to voluntary OTAs, which, mind you, a lot of veterans have, are, 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 uh, weren't there today. J.J. Watt's coming off injury. J.J. Watt is a different person. Larry Fitzgerald looked at as the hardest working practice player you've ever seen and also being the second or third best wide receiver in the history of the NFL. They're unicorns. DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice a whole lot when he was in Houston. Doesn't practice a whole lot here. Does that mean he's not a top wide receiver? No. Does that mean he's not a good leader? No. So to vilify Kyler Murray for not going to voluntary OTAs when he's in the middle of a contract negotiation, is it the best look? Probably not. Should he probably be there? Also, probably not if he wants to get paid. This isn't an original story. It's not. And, and, and I, I don't get why. Oh, you know what? I knew this about him. Kyler doesn't want it enough. Stop it. It's a voluntary OTA. He was a, like, if he wasn't in the middle of contract negotiations and didn't show up, okay, we're having a different conversation. This isn't an original story. People know who Kyler Murray is in that locker room. If he misses a couple days of voluntary OTA, and that's the worst thing that we're dealing with this year, things going to be just fine. People have told me to relax during the beginning of free agency when nothing's happened. I'm asking people, just relax. Just relax. Everything's going to be fine. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. The final segment today, I'm going to open it to Q&A if people have them. If not, I have plenty to talk about. People have questions they want answered. Drop them in the chat, and I'm happy to answer them in the third segment. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit more sharp tongue about this stuff with Kyler Murray. It's not because I defend him implicitly. I don't think that he's a finished product yet. I don't think that he's flawless. That's never what's come out of my mouth. Do I think that, you know, there are quarterbacks that are in better situations franchise-wise, coaching-wise? Absolutely. And I don't think that that's a hot take. I don't think that's clickbait. I just don't. I mean, I, I think that he has more of an uphill battle than other quarterbacks who have who have succeeded in the NFL. Look at the win-loss record in the entirety of the, you know, since the inception of the Cardinals organization. You tell me. Coming up next, hard knocks in season. It's going to be good. 
It's going to be good. And I'm excited to talk about why I think it's going to be good because I've talked about the Band-Aid will be ripped off. There's no more sugar coating. We're going to find out exactly who Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kime, and Kyler Murray are now, starting in 2022. And what a better way to do it than put the bright lights of the home box office all around it. I'll talk about that next. Locked on Cardinals first. RockAuto.com. Rock Auto, they've got my back, okay? Because I know um, there's a couple shortcomings of mine. One, my hairline is running back away from my nose. And number two, I don't know jack anything about cars. And you know, rockauto.com, they've got me covered. They've got me covered. I'm at home. I'm in my jammies. I'm like, listen, uh, paint, please. Tail lamps, please. Uh, Making model cool. Boop. Front door a couple days later. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to ask questions that, you know, you feel embarrassed asking because you don't know what you're doing. That's fine. Rockauto.com has got you covered. They're a family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. They don't upcharge you like chain storefronts. They've got everything. A couple days later, at your front door. Go to rockauto.com, write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Truly, thank you. Uh, people that argue with me, for people that agree with me, for people that just like listening to Cardinals in not a sugar-coated way, that's what I'm here for. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. For your next for your next listen, check out Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. The Arizona Cardinals will be featured on the in-season version of Hard Knocks in 2022. The Colts, last year, saw how their season ended. Why am I excited about watching the Arizona Cardinals on the Home Box Office Network? For those that don't know what HBO stands for, you're welcome. Cardinals news, acronyms, you got it. We're going to find out everything. We're going to find out everything. And I'm sure that there's going to be, you know... uh, There is going to be your production value. I'm sure there's going to be some content cut from, you know, the Cardinals not wanting things to be exposed, you know, everything to be shown. But I'll tell you what, we're going to find out who Cliff Kingsbury is. Especially if they don't have a great run in November. Um, I just want to see it. Like J.J. Watt, you know, he was the MVP of the Hard Knocks, of Hard Knocks when the, when the, The Texans were on it a handful of years ago. We know what we're going to get with J.J. Watt. We know what we're going to get with Buda Baker, who's one of the best interviews ever. Like, he's just – he just happens to play football. He's just a good dude who happens to play football. One of the best experiences I had interviewing Buda Baker. But I want to see what Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury's, you know, relationship is. I want to see what James Conner's like. I want to see what his workouts are like, even though some of them have gone viral. I want to see what Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins' relationship is like. I want to see what Byron Murphy looks like as CB1 de facto. I want to see what Jeff Gladney looks like, even with all the -the off-the-field stuff that happened before he signed up with the Cardinals. You know, I want to see Rodney Hudson's leadership. I want to see 
what we know already is happening because of the play on the field. I want to see all that. And more than anything, I want to see what Cliff Kingsbury is made of. He's going to have his chance. I know there's the Cliff Truthers out there that just completely just close their eyes or go la 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 whenever anybody talks about his record in important games. I still stand by this. And in November, when this is going to start happening, I believe, these are going to be crunch time games. I stand by this, and I will continue to stand by this. Cliff Kingsbury has never won an important NFL game. Ever. He hasn't. They started hot in 2020. Nothing. They started really hot in 2021 until he actually needed to coach and actually needed to call plays in crunch time and not go three and out with a minute and a half drive when you can milk the clock. He hasn't done any of that. And I want to see why. I want to see why. I want to see how he ticks because he fascinates me in the fact that I don't know. I don't know why he's here. (laughs) Still, I don't. But he is, and he's going to be here through 2027. And I'm curious to see what that means, like what it looks like. We know when he came in, he had the fruit carts and he had the cell phone breaks and all that stuff. And they started winning. So it was like, oh man, maybe this is the new age. And then everything comes crash, like crash. I mean, it did last year. It's like, well, where's the disconnect? What's the difference? What what are we missing here? It wasn't the schedule. They lost to Detroit on the road. So like that was when the wheels were already starting to fall off. What are we going to see from the sockless one in Cliff Kingsbury? I want to see something more than his ankles. I want to see what he's made of. I want to see when the lights are brightest, if he folds or if he doesn't. Because what we've seen so far in the entirety of his career, he's a folder. Not something you put, you know, your homework in. Not your trapper keeper. He folds during the most important moments. I hope that I can talk about this in November after a game where they get a gritty win after, you know, they're down 10 points going into the fourth quarter and they get a W and we can have a different conversation. I'm looking at what's happened up till now and I'm regurgitating that back to you so you can understand where I'm coming from when I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury's leadership or coaching ability. I have no reason to yet. And that's why it's kind of frustrating where we are now with where the Cardinals could have been after starting 10-2 and and not being able to clinch their own playoff spot. That is a real thing that happened or didn't happen last season. Sean McVay had to clinch a playoff spot for the Cardinals after they started 10-2 and and had a two or three game lead with four or five to play. So when Hard Knocks came knocking in season, killer. Let's rip this Band-Aid off, baby. Let's see exactly what the Arizona Cardinals organization looks like. Drop your questions in the chat. I'm going to do Q&A next segment. I saw a couple pop in. And maybe explain to me why you defend Steve Kime and the Arizona Cardinals 
in their handling of the cliff of the Kyler Murray contract extension. Let's talk about that because I tweeted this out earlier today. Michael Bidwell runs the Arizona Cardinals like they've won five Super Bowls. And they haven't. And it blows my flipping mind that people defend the organization over Kyler Murray and other players who have left and have pretty much said the same thing about Steve Keim and Michael Bidwell, yet people still blindly, blindly, and ignorance is blissy, defend the Arizona Cardinals organization for their perpetual losing ways and acting like they're doing the right thing, with refusing to try new things. Be fun to watch on Hard Knocks. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Um, let's let's hit some Q and A in the final segment, and uh, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on why you would defend the Arizona Cardinals or why you defend Cliff King or Kyler Murray. We'll talk about them next. There's one entity that I always defend, and that's Bill Barr. Okay, Bill Barr. The birthday cake puffs was last week. This week. Brownie batter puffs. This is like you going to ask your mom or dad at eight o'clock in the morning. Hey, you know, that stuff that's in the fridge that eventually makes cookies, but it's raw now with eggs and stuff. Can I have some of that? Can I just take a spoon and just go to town? And they'll say no, because they're rational parents. Now is your time. Okay. There's no raw eggs, but this damn brownie batter Tastes like it. The puffs, there's no raw eggs, but there, what there is is 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, only seven grams of sugar. It's covered in chocolate, man. They are, it's a candy bar that doesn't have 50 grams of sugar and negative protein or whatever candy bars have. It's the good stuff, okay? That's what Bilt Bar has, continues to have, and will always have. They're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Thank you to everybody. Thank you for hanging out. It's fun to talk sports. And uh, while I don't apologize for not sugarcoating something that doesn't need to be sugarcoated or shouldn't be sugarcoated, uh, much like a lot of this offseason. There are a lot of question marks surrounding this roster still. The offense should be fun, definitely. If Cliff Kingsbury can call a perfect game, can call games from the first play to the last play call, we're going to find out. That's the motto of this season. We're going to find out. We're going to find out if all of this is going to work or not. Um, Hard Knocks is going to be fun and they should pay Kyler Murray. If you're just joining now, that's what you missed. Check it out wherever you get your uh, podcast free and available on our platforms at midnight. Uh, but I felt like I wanted to go live today because, you know, I could have done it earlier, but kind of want to let, to let things settle a little bit. Um, Nightingale Sunset, man, you know what? Are you a poet? The hell of a YouTube name. Do we have the best tight end room in the league? Do you see K2 using all the talent in the group correctly? That's um, how, how much time you got. So the tight end group, maybe. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury hasn't been a huge 
user of the tight end. Obviously, over the last couple of years, he started to, when they got Zach Ertz, things changed a little bit. Um, this is not, so when I, when I bring up their draft, it's never about the player. It wasn't about Isaiah Simmons in 2020. It wasn't about Zayvon Collins in 2021. And it wasn't about Trey McBride in the second round in 2022. It was about fit. The Cardinals have not eaten their vegetables. They haven't drafted offensive line. They haven't drafted uh, interior defensive line. They haven't drafted corners. Three of the biggest needs the Cardinals still have on this roster. And they just punted on it in the first two rounds of the 2022 draft. Trey McBride's going to be good. I mean, he's he's got George Kittle comps. Watch film on him, and he's going to be an absolute mauler. He's going to be a locker, a, uh, a weight room guy. It's going to be fun to watch and cover him for sure. Do I think it'll be the best tight end group in the in in the NFL? Maybe. I mean, it's up there. Very rarely nowadays are you seeing, unless you're at New England, where they did it once and then they're doing it again with Johnny Smith and and um and Hunter Henry. Like if Zach Ertz, I still think is can be a very integral part of this offense. And then Trey McBride. They could line them up in the X or Y. I mean, the dude, like, you can line them up all over the place. Tight end's a very different position nowadays. So do I think they could? Absolutely. Do I do I trust Cliff Kingsbury to get the most out of his players? I don't know. I won't say yes, but I won't say no. Because it's a new year. He's got another year under his belt. He's got a shiny new contract extension. Uh, I just, I don't think he elevates players as well as other coaches do. Look at what Kyle Shanahan did. Like when my former coach and I used to just rip Kyle Shanahan, it's different now. He's grown. He's gotten better as a head coach. While the roster may have dwindled a little bit, what he's done with Jimmy Garoppolo under center over the last couple of years and him taking him to a Super Bowl, like they have five running backs every year. Four of them get hurt in the first 10 minutes and then they find somebody else. I mean, they drafted in the sixth round. This time it was Elijah Mitchell. They just get it done. Drafted Fred Warner. They traded away DeForest Buckner to draft Javon Kinlaw, and it hasn't worked, and they've still gotten better. So maybe Cliff Kingsbury hasn't gotten as much help as Kyle Shannon has from the drafting you know, department, but they still have the Kyle's, Cardinals still have Kyler Murray, and the 49ers don't. So do I think that Cliff will? I'm ready to see it, because I, I do think Christian Kirk is going to blow up Comparatively speaking, I think it'll be a fringe fringe pro bowler. I think Chase Edmonds is going to ball out in Miami, even though he's got 48 running backs to contend with. What we've seen over the course of time is that when players leave the Cardinals, they do better, or they stay at equally as good. Son Reddick was leading the NFL in, in sacks last year, and he got paid in Philly institutional Clayus Campbell led Saxonville when the Cardinals didn't think he had anything left and they didn't want to give him 30 mil. Now he's on his second team with another contract after leaving the Cardinals. Teron Matthew asked him to take a pay cut if they paid him too much. This is definition of insanity. So when it happens with Cliff Kingsbury, I hope, I sure hope because he's got a lot of offensive firepower this year. And I mean, this is, with DeAndre Hopkins back, AJ Green back, even though I know he's he's entering the the tail end of his career. James Conner's coming off, you know, a double digit touchdown, high double digit touchdown season last year. Zach Ertz, who fit in pretty swimmingly with Kyler Murray, pretty much right away as a safety blanket. This offense could be 
the best offense in Cardinals history, could be looked at as, and I know Q and Larry Fitzgerald and Kurt Warren, those, those numbers. Remember, that team was 9-7, and seven, and they went on a magical playoff run, okay? The 13-3 and three Cardinals, look at side-to-side. Side. That defense was stacked compared to the defense the Cardinals have now. And Carson, Carson Palmer had an MVP season, and David Johnson and Chris Johnson. I mean, Chris Johnson, before he got hurt, like Chris Johnson was leading the NFL in rushing. And you had Fitz, and then you had, okay, chuck it down the field. Hopefully John Brock can go get it. That's what the offense was. They were, it was devoid of a real impactful tight end. And now the Cardinals are looking and loading up tight ends. So we'll see. Position player-wise, the Cardinals have, on paper, a top seven offense, top eight offense. We'll see what Cliff can do with it. What do I think Kyler gets? 45. I don't think, like, I am a huge proponent of why does one quarterback that's up for a contract have to get paid more than the last one? Just because a, a quarterback is up for a contract extension doesn't mean he's automatically better than the last quarterback to get paid. This is going back to like, you know, when um, I know it's a different position, but Richard Sherman got 40 and a half million guaranteed. I think Patrick Peterson got like 41 and a half million guaranteed. Like with corners, it's a little bit different because there's very, very few one percenters when it comes to corners. Very few. Quarterbacks, like there's 15 good quarterbacks in the NFL that all warrant a lot of money just because that's what quarterbacks get paid now. I don't think Kyler Murray's the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's a top five quarterback in the NFL yet. Maybe six. Like if you're going to start an NFL franchise with a quarterback, how many would you? St- how many quarterbacks would you choose before Kyler Murray? Easy ones. Patrick Mahomes, like Tom Br- like right now, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are obviously better quarterbacks than Kyler Murray. So you kind of have to use them for this equation, but also take them out. Like, how many quarterbacks for a three-year span, starting now, would you start other quarterbacks before Kyler Murray? In no particular order: Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, obviously. Okay, Justin Herbert. Are you starting a, a team with Justin Herbert before Kyler Murray? Probably. Josh Allen, that's five. You know, Lamar Jackson, I would still start with Kyler Murray. Joe Burrow. Made to a Super Bowl, man. With a guy who was looked to be a worse hire than, than Cliff Kingsbury. You know, like... It's, it, it's around there. My point is, my point is, 91 Claycomb, that you don't have to pay the next quarterback more than the last one just because that's how it's been done for the last decade. Ask Minnesota if they really want to be paying Kirk Cousins this much money. Kyler Murray should make more money than Kirk Cousins. Let's put it that way. That's my answer. Kyler Murray should make more money than Kirk Cousins. Ask my boy Luke Braun at Locked on Vikings if he agrees. I don't know if he does. He's a lot closer uh, to to Kirky than I am. But I think Kyler Murray should get paid more 
then Kirk Cousins gets paid per year. So if it's 40, sure, 42, whatever. Do I think Kyler Murray should make more than Dak Prescott? I don't know. Because that's the comp. Is it 45? Is that the comp? Yeah, I think he should get paid more than Dak Prescott. I, I just, I took that back. So say it's right around there. And I'm not complaining the Cardinals having the the the, the sixth best quarterback. But Kyler's not the first quarterback to sit on the sideline and bitch and moan at other players. I don't know why this is like, oh, no, don't pay him. That happened. What are we talking about here? Aaron Rodgers requested trades like twice. Russell Wilson wrote a, via his agent, if I were to be traded, this is where I'd want to go a season and a half ago. You know how to alleviate that? Pay your damn quarterback. And I'm sure it'll happen, but also it's the Arizona Cardinals. So if you told me that they were for sure going to pay Kyler Murray before the start of the 2022 season, I would ask you a very simple question. Why do you believe that? Why do you believe that they're going to pay Kyler Murray before the start of the 2022 season? I'm going to start Wednesday's podcast with that question. Thank you for everybody who's hanging out. I wish I could go another hour, um, but this is not over yet. <laughs> this definitely is not over. Um, I'm going to be having Matt Chapel on tomorrow, or Mike Chapel. sorry. Um, he's covered the Colts for a long time. I want to know what Hard Knocks in season looks like what it felt like. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow as well as answer the question. What makes you think the Arizona Cardinals will actually pay Kyler Murray for the start of the 2022 season? Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.